You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we are speaking with Ben Albert. And uh, just a little bit about Ben. Uh, When COVID hit, Ben was furloughed from work. He found himself down and out, staring at an empty handle of whiskey. He was unemployed, depressed, and felt unworthy. Hesitantly, he opened his very uh, this very laptop. He's trying uh, typing his bio on right now and started reaching out to strangers on LinkedIn. This spearheaded his entrepreneurial journey, and the rest is history. Now, Ben hosts a network of five podcasts called Real Business Connections, runs a massively successful marketing firm, Balbert Marketing, and has replaced his sales executive income in just over a year. Ben found his way. And you can too. Ben, welcome to the show. Gigi, I'm honored to be here, man. I'm excited. And um, hello to all the listeners. It's, it's good to meet y'all. Yeah, we, I, I appreciate it. Really excited. We've uh, spoke a while back of, of you know, getting you on the show. And we have a ton of excited people to, to listen in. Everyone's looking to, um, you know, we say learn, learn a couple key t- takeaways on every show. And a lot of the listeners, as we discussed in the beginning of the show, are corporate execs, uh, people looking to make the transition from employee to employer. We also have existing franchisees and existing business owners looking to make that transition. So um, if you can fill the audience in, I just gave a, a quick little bio, but just a little bit more about you know who Ben is, uh, you know, talking a little bit about the, that journey from employee to employer, uh, just to give everyone a little bit of context. It's, it's a fearful journey. It's not always easy, um, but when you're committed to it, it's worth it, and it does work. Um, way back in the day when I was a kid, I was really quiet. Hardly opened my mouth first 13 years of my life. Was a really quiet kid, um, but was really good at basketball. So that was my in. I was cool because I was good at basketball. Right. Then everybody hits a growth spurt. I don't. I'm the second smallest kid in school. So needless to say, people started kind of beating me up and and beating me on the court. Um, So at that time, I felt small. I felt quiet. I never thought of myself as a podcast or as a business owner. Around high school, college time, I got into music, music industry, the creative stuff. And I found a real beauty when you find your spot when you find your space, when you find something uh, where honestly, we are all musicians, we all had similar hobbies. um, And I no longer felt small, I no longer felt quiet. If anything, I was the loudest person in the group because I found my people. So I tell that story, um, just to kind of lead into the fact, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping business owners, entrepreneurs, business people find their people. And in marketing, that's finding the right client, the right partner, Mm -hmm. the right medium. It's making a good first impression online. And no one should feel small. It's going to stink if you're starting a franchise or you're going off from a corporate cushy role like I did. Corporate cushy, sales executive income, Mm -hmm. easy peasy. It's going to be difficult. It's going to feel tough. But if you care and you're out there to find your people and if you're out there to make good in the world – you can do it, and, and we can talk about some of the ways that we can do that today, Gigi, but I'm really passionate about seeing business owners and, and entrepreneurs and everybody really successful. It's something I love. Awesome. Yeah, Mark, you know, when we, we were talking about just marketing in general, it's such a, a broad topic, right? There's, 
we could, we could talk not just hours, days on it because there's yeah. so many different aspects and, you know, so many different areas you can focus on. And, and one thing, um, and we didn't talk about this today. We actually talked about, about this the, uh, the first time. So this is going back maybe several weeks ago was I think when, when you approach marketing, I think people forget and, you know, cause we're doing a lot of stuff online, especially during COVID we're doing stuff we're doing. This is through StreamYard and, and Zoom videos and things like that. And I think people are forgetting the the H to H, the human to human aspect, which is something we talked about. And you know, I, I'm curious to, to get your opinion as to why why do you think that is? Because I feel like you know you you, you see people and, and everyone has a different approach and obviously what works for them and for their style. But you know, you, you see people on LinkedIn there and they're just and, hello and. And five pages on, or five paragraphs on, on this is what I do, and they're they're kind of already selling themselves. Whereas, if you did that in person, you know, would you do that? Would you say, "Hey, how are you? Where are you from?" So, why why is there this difference? And and I don't personally do that, but I I do get at least twenty messages a day that are just five paragraphs long on an intro. Why do you think that's the case? Because that's that's a hot topic. It's it's on top of my mind, so I wanted to kind of go over that today. Dude, I love that topic. This is something I'm going to take a note and I'm going to do some research on this because the best I can give you is my intuition. Yes. Um, and we are inundated with ads every day. We've never had more ads in our life. Can't watch a YouTube video without an ad. Can't leave without seeing an ad on someone's um, on their hat, on their shirt, on a billboard. Uh, every time you turn online, everything's an ad. Watch this ad, move on to the next thing. So since we're inundated with ads, I think it's become the norm. And I think a lot of creators think that since it's the norm, that's how to do it. Mm. Let's just put out ads. Let's just pitch. They're not really building any value. They're not really building any brand recognition. They're not building any franchise recognition uh, other than the franchise that they already own. And they're just running sales pitch ads because uh, we're all numb to it. Um, The issue there, since we're already all numb to it, that doesn't work. It doesn't work because we're numb to it. And the people putting out these million-dollar ad campaigns or a Super Bowl commercial, these are multi-million-dollar companies, you know, Mm -hmm. fine-tuning advertisements and marketing plans um, that are very strategic and very complicated. So you aren't that person. So to put out an ad, you might sound spammy if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and it's cause you don't know any better and, and that's okay. Um, but I think it really is that people just don't know any better. LinkedIn is a specific example. You know, the more, the more hands you shake, the more money you make, the more phone calls you make, the higher probability you have a buyer that those things are true, but people go on LinkedIn and they, they use automation mm-hmm. and the automation uses poorly written scripts so then they end up just spamming and sending, you know, a, th- a thousand connection requests a day that are completely unpersonable. And in my opinion, actually is a negative look on your brand and a negative look on you and your company. So I don't know exactly why people are doing it. I'd kind of like to sit down and, and interview 50 people. Mm-hmm. My intuition, Gigi, is people just don't know any better and they don't realize that they're actually putting a distaste in people's mouths if they're being spammy like that. Right. Yeah. And so 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 that is automation then, because I, I do get them, it seems like every day. There's a there's a day buffer, same, same exact time. So uh, I think <laughs> yeah. I think people just I is it 
I wonder if it's a fear of missing out. It's just like, let me just hit up everyone. And it's, it's a numbers game versus more of a quality, you know, quality. Let's, 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 let's speak with less people, but let's have a, a, an in-depth conversation. And I think, um, that may be it too. And I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, just oh, high I level opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm always curious and, and learning. So, um, another, you know, another thing we, we had talked about was with marketing and in the franchise world, the, there's not every franchise, right? I can't, I can't speak for every single one of them, but the franchise companies will offer turnkey marketing. And so someone is, has a franchise or is thinking about franchising. It's like, well, all right, well, it's all taken care of me. Why, why do I have to learn about marketing? And, you know, a a good conversation and a topic that we were discussing a few weeks ago, as well as this morning was, you know, the brand may be kind of taken care of for you. So whatever that franchise is, just call it commercial cleaning or commercial or residential painting. Um, talk to us a little bit about the importance of a, per- a personal brand, whereas it's not just talking about the franchise specific. You know, you, you are the owner of that brand. So why is it so important to have that personal brand? And what does that look like? You know, is that a, a podcast? Is it YouTube videos? Kind of what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I love it. I love that when you are in a franchise system, a lot of this is already created for you. Mm. That's a blessing. I think if anyone's not utilizing that marketing, they're doing themselves a disservice. Utilize the current marketing. Um, But you need to pay attention to the fact that everyone's getting those same marketing templates, articles. Um, It is generic and it isn't personal for you. Um, and you have to ask yourself a question. You'll do fine without building a personal brand. You'll do okay. Utilize the current marketing. That's the first step. But ask yourself mm-hmm. that question. Do I want to be average? Do I want to do fine in this system? Or do I want to be top 1% in this franchise? Do I want to be top 1% in my community? Do I want to overachieve from right. what they gave me? And if you're that person, you do want to start building a personal brand because a beauty in a strong franchise um, system is, is people people buy from people they trust. We know this. No like and trust are huge. No like and trust. They might already know your brand. Mm-hmm. They might already like the services and they trust the company. If they trust and know you. You've got a client and an advocate and a cheerleader and a referral partner for life because not only is the brand great, they love you as a person. So to build a personal brand is the next level beyond the foundation that's already provided to you. And I do want to add a little caveat here. The person building the personal brand doesn't have to be you as the franchise owner. It could be an associate. It could be your daughter. It could be a friend. It could be someone who works for the company that's an ambassador for the company. Mm. But it's important to have, if you want, you don't need to, but if you want to be in the top 1% here, it's important to have someone building recognition as a local member of the community in some case, some stages like, you know, GG, large scale, you can serve more than just your community. You want to build yourself as a brand online where someone across the border might still want to work with you. Um, and and you mentioned a couple of them. Starting a podcast, starting a blog, starting a video channel, or honestly, 
just being a good giver guy or gal that provides exceptional service um, and follows up with their clients. My assumption is most franchise systems don't have a complicated follow-up and customer CRM. Like when it comes to customer happiness and centricity, that might not be in place. Maybe part of your personal brand is going above and beyond in the follow-up, above mm-hmm. and beyond in the way you treat your customers, no matter how you do it. My only point here is don't just use the tools given to you. You want to use them. But what makes you exceptional? What makes you different? Take that thing and let's put some steroids into it. I like that. Yeah, and, and, to, your, and to your point, um, some marketing is is, is going to be more generic, so you want to put your spin on it. Uh, sometimes the the marketing is whatever is given to everyone, but it's how you distribute, how you talk about it. So that may be, you know, distributing it to social, but right, linking it to your your podcast or if you have a a video channel or or blog. So absolutely, I think the the personal touch and and many of the better brands out there will say, you know, these are some marketing assets, but feel free to create, feel free to change up the follow up. Uh, you know, what works best for your style. A follow-up uh, works best. Just, you know, you want to put it, you know, certain things they'll, they'll create, but that's not maybe the way you speak. So you want to change it up a little bit to be in line with your personal brand. So, uh, so I like some of the, some of the stronger brands do give you the, uh, the flexibility. So, mm. um, and yeah, and, and I think to, to your point and, and some advice given to me was, well, what's better, you know, podcasting, is it the blog? Is it, is it just a YouTube channel and, and posting just on LinkedIn? And I'm going to say, and, and from what I've learned over the years is that it's there's going to be some better channels for certain businesses, but ultimately it's what you're going to what you're going to stay consistent at. If you love talking, that podcast may be a good fit for you because you'll maybe be more consistent versus the YouTube channel. I'm, I'm personally not a writer, and I'm trying to create a, a monthly blog, and that's not something I enjoy as much as a podcast. You know, having a conversation. So I think it's kind of like, what's the best workout? And it's like, well, it's the best workout that you're actually going to do. And if that just means walking and jump roping and, and that's what you're going to be consistent at, go for it. So I don't, I don't think there's this one size fits all this. This is the answer for everyone. So uh, I like that. And I've, I've learned over the years, it's, it's all, it's all about consistency. So um, can I add something, Gigi? Yeah. Cause you're completely correct. Cause if you're starting a fitness studio, if you're starting a fitness studio, um, we'll have to do it case by case, but I'm willing to presume that Instagram and TikTok would work great for you. If you're starting a business consultancy of some kind, mm. TikTok and Instagram might not. So it, there's no one size fits all. Um, take some, do what Gigi said. What do you love to do? What do you enjoy doing? And then where does my audience hang out? Um, so every listener is going to have a different story right. here, but it's important to ask those questions. So you you're hanging out where your audience will listen to you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad someone agrees with me. Right. I oh, always like, I always like guests that agree with me. You know, the guests that don't, we don't invite them back. So, <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm joking. We, we, we joke on the show. Um, but now I, I like to get different perspectives because we're you know this is owning a business and in a couple businesses you, you learn every day so it's a right. it's a learning experience um talk to us about the the can system we had discussed briefly so talk to us a little bit about that and then i want to dive into later kind of how 
someone listening in that needs some help, you know, what's the, how do they get started? How, how are you able to help people? Yeah, absolutely. So you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're starting something new. People in the community don't know who you are yet. So you're going to have to do some outreach. I say you're going to have to do some networking, Mm. but networking for some people, it feels like a lot of work. They feel like they aren't getting sales from their networking. They feel like it's icky or transactional. They don't want to have a bunch of sales pitch conversations. So what the CAN system is, is just a little acronym I created to make it a little less icky. Um, And there's lots of C's. I probably add more C's every single day, but create, connect, collaborate, content, community, and networking. So When you're starting your business, you're growing your business, you want to network. But if you have a creative collaboration kind of mindset, like let's collaborate, you start putting on a whole new lens where Mm -hmm. maybe you and someone else, let's say you're a roofer, maybe you want to do a promotion with a gutter company. So you want to collaborate there. Right. Let's say for me, I'm a marketing company. I started a podcast so I could collaborate with other marketers and really just leaders in business, you know, just kick ass business people across the board. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking at how can I collaborate? So when I go into networking events, I already kind of have an idea of what I want to do. I want a podcast, I want to create content. I want to have great conversations centered around business development and personal development. And since I already have that intention, I start seeing and meeting people that would be great collaborators. Now, in addition to this, you and that other person are sharing an audience. So you're sharing insights, you're sharing an audience, you're building a relationship, and you're building goodwill in your community and your audiences. So a lot of people go in and they're like, I'm stressed. This is how I felt. I'm stressed. I have no book of business. I have a Mm non-compete. I understand marketing, but I've never ran a business before. Where do I start? I feel alone. If you start collaborating and connecting and creating mutual beneficial stuff with people while you network, you realize you actually don't have to do this alone. So it's going to look different for every business, but think about what industries or what kind of people would be great members of my network that will actually move the needle on my business. Who are those people? And then once you have a little bit of clarity on who those people are, when you're networking, when you're shaking hands, when you're meeting new people, you already know who you want to collaborate with. And you can come in with an intention like, hey, Gigi, you're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Let's connect, share audiences. Let's provide mutual value. I have something I could learn from you. You can have something you can learn from me. You're not going to say this, but you kind of already know that. Right. And then you can network with the right people and actually, you know, move the needle while you do that. I like that. Yeah. And that, and that ties into the book, um, uh, Who Not How uh, by mm. Dan Sullivan. If you've read that book, great, great book. I had promoted it. I get nothing from it. Just thought it was a, it's a quick little read as most of his books are. And uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it truly is networking, collaborating, working you know, it's part, it's part of the, the freedoms that Dan talks about, you know, working with people you enjoy working with uh, to create the time and financial freedom and the freedom of purposes, his four freedoms. So 
absolutely. That's, that's dead on. And, um, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't have said any better. So there's really not, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even, you kind of, you kind of cover that all, but yes, I absolutely agree. And, um, yeah, just part of business when people say, well, I don't, I don't like sales. Well, there's always a sales aspect, you know, you can call it networking, but you really got to get into your community, talk with like-minded people. You, you need to collaborate. I think, uh, especially if that individual has the audience that you're looking to to talk to, to talk directly to. Like I talk to a lot of audiences and people with people in career change and career transition. It's not to sell them on business ownership is better than the job. It's it's more from an educational standpoint. These are your options. Um, a lot there's a lot of myths out there. So these are the options. These are the true costs in owning a business. These are the true risks and owning a job and owning a business, get that out there so that you can make that informed decision versus kind of having it kind of piecemeal, having some info or getting it from the wrong sources. So um, could not have said it better. Amen. Um, so how do you, so how do you help people and even taking a step back? So if someone is uncertain where to start, is it a po- podcast? Is it a blog? I'm, I'm not necessarily necessarily certain um, some people listening in have not even, you know, made the final decision to actually invest in the franchise. Maybe they're in the due diligence process. So kind of what's your recommendation? How how are you able to assist and where should people start? You know, this is advice I wish I had given myself years ago and I wish I realized it. I actually think in most cases, Gigi, they actually do know where to start. You get into the thought and the analytical and what about this? What about that? And you actually freeze yourself by not just taking action. So my first thought is you probably already have a thought in your head as to what you want to do and you're making excuses. So if that's the case, I say just do it because nothing I've done the first time there's people I've met. They're just God gifts to the world and they just knock everything out of the park Mm -hmm. blows my mind. I'm not that person. Everything that I'm good at, I started off poorly at, but I had an intuition. I want to start this and I went out and I just did it and I went and I tried it. And I guess the other thing I'd add to that is if you genuinely don't know where to start, you're probably a conversation away. So I don't charge just to chat with people. If anyone wants to connect with me, I'd love to ask you a couple questions, see if we can find a sticking point or see a, a great way, you know, to, to, to start and to find the right spot um, or ask a friend, a family member, ask someone, Hey, what do you think I'm good at? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about creating something different in my business. Um, find a mentorship group. The moment you ask the question, the answer will come to you. So the two things are one, you probably know the answer and you're just making excuses and you should just go get it. And if you don't know the answer, start asking the question and I promise you'll find the answer pretty quickly. I, I agree there. And, and I think the, um, I think people start to freeze up, right? They're trying to figure out the how and okay, well, the podcast is definitely of interest, but uh, how do I host a pod? How do I edit? And I'm, I'm guilty of that. I, I froze. I, I there was too many moving parts. And after learning how to do it all, I ended up hiring an agency that makes the edits for me. So it was, um, <laughs> it was a way of, of kind of dragging it out, which had started much, much sooner. But to your point, yeah, I think you have a general understanding and 
I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even ask the question, well, is it a blog? Is, is it, is it, is it video? Just what are you good at? And then from there, it's like, okay, you're outgoing. You, you like to talk, you know, you, you, you love video. You're not, you're not shy of the camera. Then you start looking at the, the various options and maybe it's a combination. Maybe it's a, a, a show every other week. Maybe it's a, a YouTube channel you update in between those weeks. Um, there's so many approaches. I don't know if there's an exact science to it, but to your point, I think just doing it and becoming more comfortable. Um, my first podcast compared to now, definitely big improvement. You know, you mm-hmm. start um, forgetting questions or sometimes you start look, staring at the camera and you get the deer in headlights. So it's, it's, a, it's a process. You'll, you'll definitely improve, but have fun. You know, do something you, you enjoy doing because it's not something you do once and it works and your business you know, just explodes. It's, it's an ongoing strategy. And to this day, I get, I get calls from people that saw my first video that I did three, three plus years ago, or I should say my first podcast I did three plus years ago. And it's amazing how they saw that. And I thought it was the worst video in the world. And, and they're, and that's what they found. And that's what they're contacting me on. So, um, great, great advice. And for everyone listening in, there's some some homework there. Um, you know, the weekend it's Thursday. I mean, we're probably releasing this in in three weeks, so we'll release it on a Wednesday. So it'll give you a few days and the weekend to explore, talk to, you know, talk to your, you know, your spouse, your partners, whoever whoever it is, you know, people that that work with you. Um, even if you're, if you have a business, talk to your employees, they know you pretty well by now. So although they may be afraid to give you an honest answer, yeah, <laughs> jokingly say, but. <laughs> Great. That's that. That is some great advice. If you know, as far as the services you offer, so you know, someone is ready to go. They're thinking of of a podcast. So, what are some of the services you offer, and and where can they get more information about you and and, and your company? Yeah, I appreciate it. I I offer a lot of services. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just pull out a suitcase and say, "Hey, I got watches." Mm-hmm. It's custom. It's not square peg round hole. So. At the end of the day, we do help businesses save time and money with proven systems. It's all about making a good first impression online. So if you're a good business owner, a lot of your business is referrals. Mm -hmm. Um, But since we're in an online world, usually the referral doesn't just walk in the door. They Google you first. So when you're Googled, everything from the web design to the SEO to, to the video content to the imaging, it needs to make a good first impression or we're going to miss out on a referrals, not to mention we're missing out on the people that don't know about us at all because so we're just missing out. Um, so I don't want to just name list all the services. I like to sit down, ask a ton of questions, see if I can actually serve a client. And if so, we'll make a plan to actually make a better first impression, bring in more business, more clients, so on and so forth. Um, think my name's on the screen, Balbert Marketing, um, but balbertmarketing.com is the easiest way to find me. Again, B as in Ben, Albert as in Albert Einstein with a higher IQ, balbertmarketing.com. Or my podcast, if you're just looking to learn more about business and growth and development, I host Real Business Connections Network. So that's realbusinessconnections.com. That's all conversations with people in business that are ultimately in the top 1% of business owners. They're they're kicking butt. So reach out to me, listen to the show. The only mistake you can make is not doing either of them. Appreciate it, Gigi. Yeah, that's some great advice. We're going to include 
uh, everything in the show notes. And if you think of anything you'd like to add later on as well, feel free to reach out, but we'll put all the links in there. We'll get that on, on social media for everyone to, uh, have a listen, uh, reach out to you. And I think that that's a great starting point, reaching out to you. And I'm sure they, right from the website, they can reach out if they have a, yeah. a specific question, have that intro, introductory uh, call, as you mentioned. So, um, awesome. Anything else we didn't, we didn't uh, cover today? I know we can cover quite a bit when it comes to that, but any, any other takeaways that we, uh, that we missed? Bro, we could, we missed a thousand <laughs> things because listen, it's, it's, it's an ongoing experience. Right. Um, everyone just go out there and do it. I, I think that you probably already have an intuition of what you want to do with your life. It might be purchase a franchise. It might be scale the franchise. It might be build a personal brand. Follow that intuition. Gigi said it. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your family. Talk to your employees. And just go out and take action. That's uh, the biggest takeaway we could give anybody, man. Awesome. And yeah, any, any action is action. It doesn't have to be deciding. It could just be talking to you, talking to me. It, it, it's an action point, right? Gathering some additional info, but any action, just, just actually release a show today about that. Just taking some action, put it in the, the calendar, forward. put it in the calendar, put, right? Put it on the Google. Yes. Uh, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Forget the to, to the uh, to-do list. If you got a Google calendar or whatever, whatever you use for a calendar, if you create it, just like I created the block of time for the show today, Instead of that to do, you create, um, you know, a 30 minute block, a 60 minute block where you're going to do research on that podcast. You're going to do or set up that call with, with Ben or myself or what have you. But if you put it on the calendar, there's a higher probability, uh, that you'll get that done. So I highly recommend that. I learned that from a coach years ago. If you put it on the calendar versus to do odds are you'll get it done. You can easily move that to do, but we don't want to do that. We, or that calendar event. So uh, let's get it done. I, I want to hear your comments. I love your feedback. Even if it's, you know, months from now, I'd love to, to hear if this works and any other ideas for future shows or topics, anything you, you'd like us to, dis, uh, to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, reach out comments. You have the email. Um, anyway, you, you're, uh, you're viewing this, feel free to reach out. GG, the franchise has all the contact information, all pe- uh, previous shows and looking forward to speaking. Ben, thanks again for being on the show and uh, looking forward to uh, having you on again soon. Brother, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, and he'll send you all the details.